This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by a brilliant, remarkable leader. We're joined today by Eric Conley. Eric's the president of the Freighter Hospital. He's also the executive vice president of the Freighter Healthcare System. Uh, we'll talk today about Freighter itself, uh, about where, what trends he's watching closely, what's most focused on, and a lot more. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. Can you take a moment and tell us a little bit about your career and about Freighter Hospital and Freighter Health? God, it's a pleasure being here. I really, uh, I really appreciate the opportunity. So uh, I'll start with this. Freighter Health and Freighter Hospital. Freighter Hospital is the academic medical center, the only academic medical center and level one trauma center in Southeast Wisconsin, and really all the way, all the way up through the Northeast. Uh, we're the largest hospital in the state of Wisconsin. Um, we have over 800 beds. When you look at everything we operate, um, and we are right around um, 37, 38,000 um, discharges that we have. So a pretty big place. Partners with the Medical College of Wisconsin, which is a freestanding uh, medical school um, here in what's called Wauwatosa, well, right next to Milwaukee. So that's sort of freighter, freighter health. Um, we are undergoing a little bit of a merger uh, as we go through now. That's uh, almost at the end, but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. My career journey, I must say, started as a graduate of the Ohio State University and their um, MHA program. And I've been in a lot of different different facilities, from freestanding hospitals, from specialty hospitals. I started with a Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. I worked in the Duke Health System, MedStar Health System, Northwestern Medicine. So a lot of academics. I've also worked with Catholic Health Initiatives in their northern and their Kentucky market, Kentucky, Kentucky One. Um, and been been just around doing a lot of different things in my career. And, and talk a little bit about when you talk about Ohio State, is it likely that they come back and start to beat Michigan again, or are we going to go on a long path of them losing to Michigan? Scott, you hurt me just then. You really hurt me. My chief operating officer is a Michigan grad, and I hear that on a constant basis. You know, we figured after you know seventeen to eighteen, almost twenty years of dominance. We'll we'll give them a couple three years and that's fine. We'll be back at it um, back at it actually next year for sure. No, no, I don't mean to hurt you. I actually cheer for Ohio State in that game, and you know, there's Ryan Day. I mean, obviously a remarkable coach. It's probably the only program in the country to go ten or eleven and zero, but lose one game to Michigan, and people want to want to talk about whether you should be replaced or not. You know, it's real. Fair statement. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fair and it's accurate, right? I remember when I was in uh, in the early in my career there. Remember, I don't know if you remember this, John. John Cooper, who was the head coach at, sure. our, at the Ohio State. John Cooper won ten and eleven games every year and lost to Michigan every year, and they wanted his head, and he ultimately ended up losing his job over that. I mean, that guy I think put more uh, NFL players, uh, more players in in the NFL, uh, won more games, just could not beat Michigan. And yes, they called for his head. Yeah. 
Thank you. So let's go back to health care. And I apologize for that digression, but I actually cheer for Ohio State against Michigan. So don't take my words the wrong way. Love and, it. And, and hoping that there's that, that Ohio State comes back uh, and, and beats them next year, but we'll see. But but back to subject at hand. When you look at Freighter at Hospital, huge hospital, um, what 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 big trends are you watching currently in, in terms of Freighter Health, Freighter Hospital, and, and just generally? What, what trends do you keep an eye on? Uh, the trends we're watching, uh, there, there are a few that we kind of watch simultaneously, right? First and foremost, we're really looking at our trends along employment, staffing. Uh, that's what we're keeping a real close eye on. We're doing well with our staffing. Uh, we have some challenges. I think many areas are having the same challenges with night shift, weekend, weekend nights. But overall, uh, we are doing well. Our um, Vacancy rate is declining. Our turnover rate is declining. You know, we don't have as many open positions. And what we've really tended to see, they're in those hard to fill spaces, like I just mentioned. Uh, we've also partnered quite a bit with our community. Uh, and that's the other thing we watch very closely is how our community is doing. We've, we work very closely with the schools in the area. In fact, we've donated uh, through our trust a total of close to $12 million for scholarships to keep the pipeline going, whether that's with nurses, surge techs, med techs, the ancillary type work, that's what we've been really kind of also keeping our eye on, what those pipeline of the many different schools in our area um, have coming in and to know what we need those down the road. So really looking at our community, uh, our staffing from a, from a, a nursing perspective, but those allied professionals, uh, and really nurturing all other relationships with our community community partners like our Silver Spring Neighborhood Center, uh, another organization called Thrive On, um, another organization within our Hispanic community. We look very closely to those as partners and growing and developing as I, we want to keep our communities healthy. We also partner significantly with our FQHCs in the area, as well as an organization called the Milwaukee Healthcare Partnership. Those are all the different types of things we're looking at simultaneously to make sure the health of our community uh, continues to grow and thrive. No, thank you. And that pipeline of talent and people to take care of people is so, so important. When you look at, Eric, next year, 2024, what are you most focused on and excited about? In 2024, so we are, you know, one of the things really excited about is um, we are embarking and, and we'll actually go tomorrow in front of our board, our acute care expansion plans that take us through the next five to eight years. And what's really excited about going to our board and asking uh, for the dollars that we are is we really were really thoughtful uh, about it. So we put together a plan that includes the right sizing of multiple facilities rather than just one big facility here. And it's optimizing every one of our acute care facilities throughout the region um, has been a really focus on. So that has me the most excited about. Continuing, the other thing is really continuing our, our success that we've had with our Vizium rankings on quality and safety and, and operational efficiency, continuing to have those, continuing uh, to really work with our community um, and some of the initiatives that we have there. But those are the two things that we're really, really excited about. No, that's fantastic. And with the labor force where it's at, optimizing each facility and in, in the efficiency of each facility is so, so important and, and to sort of 
You have some duplication, but not such over duplication. It becomes harder to staff and do the right quality care that you want to do. And, and the movement on the visit rankings and the quality is so, so critical. So congratulations on that. Talk a little bit about, you've had a great leadership career, Northwestern, uh, Freighted Health now for several years, just a great career. Talk a little bit about Kentucky One, CHI. What advice would you give to emerging leaders? The advice I'd give the emerging leaders, one, be true to who they are, uh, what makes them comfortable. Be as comfortable as you can. Really get into, and I just gave the address at uh, Milwaukee Area Technical College, gave their graduation and commencement address. You know, I and with that is telling those folks, be true to themselves, you know, do, do things intentionally, you know, be thoughtful, uh, be kind, you know, um, speak up for yourself, uh, advocate for yourself. You know, we use a phrase here called Ubuntu, which is the essence of being human. Treat everyone as a human being. Don't be afraid to go out and 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 fail uh, as as you've heard and i believe this a failure is just a lesson and learn from that and grow but be excited about new challenges uh, and doing things different that's what i really kind of say to the new leaders the students that i work with uh, on, on a routine basis and i meet with our new leaders um once a month uh, through orientation and just leaders that are at the at the ground level uh, on a monthly basis and meeting with leader luncheon. So that those are the things I would say really as a, as a leadership journey is don't be afraid to take on difficult challenges. Don't be afraid to, to make mistakes, learn from them, grow from them, take those different opportunities uh, and run. Uh, there was a phrase I learned in the previous career, run until apprehended, right? Which means take an idea and go with it. Uh, then when somebody catches you, learn from it. Uh, figure out what you may have deviated from it or what you were successful with and continue to do that and develop. No, th thank you. That concept of taking initiative, taking leadership, leaning into your own authentic self, what you're interested in and, and, and passion, I think is so, so important. Eric, anything else you'd like to share with our audience today? We can't tell you much. We appreciate you joining us. Anything else that's top of mind that you'd like to, to talk about? You know, I here's what I would say, uh, Scott. Healthcare is hard, uh, and what we do is very, very challenging. And many of the complex issues we deal with, if we think about them simplistically, simply, and then use diversity of thought, look outside of our industry, you will find the answers we need to continue to grow this industry, to continue to develop it as it goes through this this big, big change that we're coming up on um, or that we've been involved, particularly since COVID, things have just evolved drastically. Um, so that's just what I would, would kind of say, looking back of, of here's how we have to progress going forward. Just fantastic. What a pleasure to visit with you. What an amazing system Freighted Health is. Thank you for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.